rotates in at the back. He's got the football. Bumps into traffic and escapes. Donovan Edwards racing to the end zone. Michigan flexing immediately. Donovan Edwards, who scored the touchdown in the first possession, back in the game, and he's loose again. Edwards off and running. Welcome back, Donovan Edwards. 46 yards. Wolverines loaded with weapons in the run game. They go after their 1,000-yard rusher, and now it's Corum who's loose. Blake Corum down the sidelines. They've got an angle. He cuts it back and finally is brought down at the 20. Uh, it's just a 59-yard run. No big deal. So two touchdowns for Donovan, and then that huge run play for uh, Corum. And Michigan was just dominating in the first half last night against Washington. Uh, they wind up um, – I mean, Washington finally, um, you know, they had a chance. They missed a, missed a pass uh, to Odunze, a big, long pass that didn't work out in the second quarter and uh you know finally they got a touchdown in the uh right before the half so it was actually 17 to 10 at the half on the very first play of the second half getting the ball optimistic we're going to come back and show those wolverines what's what tybo rogers is the back johnson not in there pump fake that direction and now just has to lob it up and it's intercepted picked off rogers tried to break it up will johnson scooped it off the turf Terrible, terrible. And then and they finally get down to, like, you think this is pretty much the end of the game. It's about four minutes to go. Fourth and 13 on the 30, uh, trailing by only two touchdowns at this point. Only two down. They had a chance, right? It's time for two scores. Washington with the ball. Phoenix looks the other direction down the seam. It's intercepted by Samer still. There still has a couple of blockers. A convoy. Michigan. Set up inside the 10. Mikey Sandristel. Man, that was a crazy return. The interception and then just all the way back to the other end. Almost a touchdown. So that was it. Michigan destroys Washington last night. And unfortunately, it wasn't as good as either of the two games last week. So that's all I have to say about that. Um, you know, Michigan wins, and then the question is, will they keep it? <laughs> well, we'll see. Time will tell. 813 on News Radio 923. Uh, our area did pretty well overnight. Obviously, you've heard Jake talking about this and David talking about this this morning quite a bit that, um, you know, we've got down power lines kind of around the area. We have now uh, gone out of all of our warnings in the Escambia and Santa Rosa area, except for the high wind warning, which I'm just telling you, um, they're, they're saying we're under a wind advisory, and, you know, when I look uh, outside with my own eyes, um, I think, what <laughs> are you talking about? But southern half of Escambia County is still showing, uh, you know, up to 25-mile-an-hour winds um, sustained. I'm just telling you, I'm not seeing it here with my own eyes, but if you're in uh, Midway, Gulf Breeze, Navarre, you're seeing slightly more wind, and, you know, they did just open up last hour. They opened up by 10. It had been closed to trucks um, kind of, kind of a funny story. I, I texted and asked, Hey, when are you going to open this up? And about five minutes later, like, Oh no, we're open. No, okay, cool. Uh, so, you know, good news that that is back and operational, but still, you know, there may be some things, some unexpected things when you're driving around, uh, down tree limbs or down power lines, or as you heard David report, there's a, you know, somebody's got a tree fell in their house, which happens, you know, during these kind of events. But I think all in all, Compared to the tornado that hit in uh, West Mobile and the tornado that hit over in um, north of Panama City, that um, I think we'll take what we got because that could have very easily been us, and uh, we could have very easily had problems with schools. Of course, school's out today, so 
Uh, things are going to be a little bit different for you than the normal on a Tuesday, but uh, that's kind of all we saw for that storm. 437-1620, if you do see a power line down, something obstructing the roadway, the traffic light's not functioning properly, or anything else you want us to know about, please do let us know. We super appreciate all the texts we get in all day long about all this information. Jake's got our traffic on the fives at 815. Okay, I-10 eastbound before Pine Forest exit. We are showing a vehicle crash with road blockage there. Fairfield Drive between Highway 98 and Gulf Beach Highway. We have a downed power line. Crews should be on the scene clearing that right now. Also from earlier, the train crossing near Palafox and Burgess Road uh, by West Florida High School. Train track arms were down there uh, earlier. If anybody has eyes on that, let us know if that's still the case. Perdido Key Drive, uh, trying to get into Alabama this morning. Uh, You're going to be turned around by the police. uh, uh, we have down power lines in the road there that are not letting people pass through. Uh, Lillian Highway at North New Warrington Road. We have a traffic light out. Uh, use caution in that area. Also on Langley near Workman Middle School. We have a tree down with crews on the scene there. Traffic light at Highway 98 and 72nd Avenue is completely out, and we do have reports of a vehicle collision in that area as well. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. If you need to get work done on your BMW, your Porsche, your Mercedes, your Genesis, Audi, Jaguar, your Lexus, uh, you might think, well, I got to go to the dealership. I got to take these cars across the water or, you know, east of Destin or West Mobile or wherever you might have bought that car. No, you don't. You can take it to Bobby Lycus Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. They work on these vehicles all the time. Imports, domestics, gas, uh, diesel. You might think diesel is one that you've got to take to the dealership. No, they work on those too. I mean, they're great when they run. They're not so great when they don't run. Uh, But they work on those. And the idea is it will keep them running all the time by that preventative maintenance. They want to see you for the little things, the stuff that the routine stuff, you know, that's how you prevent the big things from happening is you avert that. You catch it early and then it's less costly and less inconvenient by far. Bobby Likas Auto Service right here on Davis Highway. Hello, this is Mary with Howard Young Flooring. Shopping for flooring can be a little overwhelming. At Howard Young Flooring, we are here to help you any way we can and answer any questions you may have so that you can make knowledgeable decisions. We understand the importance of each and every customer and would like to thank you for allowing us into your homes. For those we have not met, we hope to see you soon. Visit us today at 4333 Avalon Boulevard in Milton. We look forward to covering your future. Hi, I'm Terrence A. Gross. As many of you know, I am a local board-certified personal injury lawyer, and I have practiced in this community for almost 40 years. Our law firm handles only people that have been injured due to the negligence of another. Join me this Wednesday at 1030 on Pep Talk as we discuss all aspects of personal injury law. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Get news at the top and bottom of every hour with WEAR TV, our local news team, and Fox News on News Radio Pensacola. I'd gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Good morning, 818 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. I'm Andrew McKay. It's a Pensacola morning news. Um, I don't know if I want to do this next story exactly, but I... Yeah, so, you know, Jillian Anderson, the actress Jillian Anderson? 
she played Scully. Yes. Okay, on yes. X-Files. Uh, she wore a rather unique dress to the Golden Globes. And um, there's not a delicate way to describe this dress. It's white, and it has embroidered what at first you might think were with white embroidery, so it's hard to see until you get up close. Um, you might think it's flowers. It's not flowers. It's um, lady stuff all over her dress. In protest of the Supreme Court decision? Here's what she said when she was talking about this the other day. The dress is a 12th. Why, thank you. Is Can I tell you about this dress? It's so comfortable. In detail. In detail. So this is Gabriella Hurst. Gabriella Hurst. Yes. A collaboration with uh, me for my uh, G-Spot brand, which Sorry? is an alternative wellness brand. It's called G-Spot. Okay. Yeah, and the dress... This is not the Scully that I remember, <laughs> but okay, here goes. As Yonis, if you would like to pan down. Yonis, yeah. Yeah. That's a euphemism. Yonis, there are so many Yonis on my dress. These days we have to have permission to pan down. She just invited a pan. I did. I invited a pan to my Yonis. Yeah. And um, it took three and a half hours per Yoni to embroider, and there are a lot. So it's about 150 hours of embroidering. What's in the inner lining? Is there some warmth in there? Or is it... uh, there is. Thank you very much. There is warmth inside. Yeah, there is. And there are pockets. What? I keep my hands warm. There's uh, pockets. Yeah, there's pockets. There's pockets on both wow. sides. Look, Do you have look. a little heat warmer look, in there? Look. Oh, that is such a good idea. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, yes. I mean, yes. <laughs> so... <laughs> Just, I have nothing to add. You you weren't gonna do this. <laughs> I didn't. Uh, I didn't know if on a snow day here in Pensacola, this is exactly the kind of thing to just throw at people randomly at eight twenty. But, um, yeah. So I don't know if any of y'all remember back in a long time ago when uh, you know the pocket lady would come to school. Well, this is different. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever have the pocket lady at your no, school? No, no. That's the, the lady who comes with the dress. It's got all the different pockets with all kinds of cool little tchotchkes and things in it, and you're teaching opportunity. Okay, well, this is different than that. <laughs> uh, apparently. We didn't have nobody like that in our county. So it's about 150 hours of embroidering. What's in the inner lining? Is there some warmth in there? Or is there-, uh, there is. Thank you very much. There is warmth inside. Yeah, there is, and there are pockets to keep my hands warm. There's and- pockets. Yeah, there's pockets. There's pockets on both sides. Look, Do you have look. a little heat warmer look, in there? Look. Oh, that was such a good idea. <laughs> Just... Well, I'm not sure that it accomplished the powerful political message of protest that you were hoping for, but it did make a couple of 12-year-olds laugh on the radio. Oh, How about yes. <laughs> Say it that way. Uh, three hours apiece for 150 hours. What do you got to do? I got to sew some stuff on a dress. What of? David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Yes, well... <laughs> <laughs> Is it that time already? Do you want a moment? (laughs) No, former President Trump expected to make a couple of court appearances this week. 
Uh, of course, he'll be in uh, New York for closing arguments in the civil fraud uh, case here later on this week and later today. Judges will be deciding whether he has presidential immunity when it comes to uh, actions taken regarding the election. The man that went viral for leaping over a Las Vegas judge's bench and attacking uh, them is now charged with attempted murder in connection with that. He was also charged with more than a dozen other crimes, including six counts of battery on a protected person. And uh, at least 21 people were hurt after a big explosion at a hotel in Fort Worth, Texas yesterday. And officials there say it came from a sushi restaurant. They believe it was uh, some type of a natural gas explosion. They say uh, there were reports of a smell of gas right before. Uh, and then this explosion blew a huge hole in the side of the lower part of the building. What's with sushi restaurants lately, right? Like... You know, get your meth here, get your explosion here. Like, this just kind of seems like, you know, who, who would have thought that sushi restaurant was the the theme, the thread of continuity running through all of these crazy events? All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 823 here on News Radio 92.3. Um, oh, Wayne LaPierre has uh, resigned as the head of the NRA. And the reason is because he's involved in a whole bunch of lawsuits. Um, there's a uh, he's facing trial in the corruption case brought by Democratic New York Attorney General Letitia James, who is completely nonpartisan and never exaggerates anything for political value, uh, who before being elected to the state's uh, attorney general vowed to take on the NRA and claim that the terror, the, the group is a terrorist organization. She brought a lawsuit in 2020 accusing NRA leadership of violating state and federal laws to divert millions of dollars to their own pockets. Um, is she the same one that's bringing this law you know, the, the buses of of um, migrants coming into New York, now they're suing the bus companies for violent because they have a law that prohibits you from bringing anybody who's going to become a dependent, like a burden on the state, into the state. It's a super bizarre law, but that's the one that they're actually using to sue against those bus companies, but... Um, I don't know if he's the same person bringing that lawsuit or not. 437-1620, Oh, no, I can't. <laughs> you guys are sending me some hilarious texts uh, based on the story of the um, flower dress. Let's just call it the flower dress. 825 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Jake? Okay, well... Uh, I-10 eastbound just before the Pine Forest exit. We had a vehicle crash there earlier with partial roadblock. Also, Fairfield Drive between Highway 98 and Gulf Beach Highway. We have down power lines there, and traffic is not moving through that intersection. You cannot pass at this moment. Uh, the train crossing near Palafox and Burgess Road near West Florida High School. We have the train track arms are down there on the train tracks, uh, but no train. Perdido Key Drive, we have power lines down there. You cannot get through to Alabama at this moment. Police are turning people around. Lillian Highway at North New Warrington Road, we have the traffic light out. Use caution in that area. Also, the traffic light at Highway 98 and 72nd Avenue, that's completely out, and uh, there is a vehicle crash in that area. On Langley, uh, near Workman Middle School, we have a tree-down cruiser on the scene removing that. If you see anything out there slowing down this morning, let us know. Call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Okay, I did get a um, – somebody share with me a Facebook post. The um, uh, It shows damage in Grand Lagoon. Uh, so that's like uh, – it's right there, like uh, Gulf Beach Highway, Chanticleer, Grand Lagoon Estates, all of that area. And this is this is pretty bad. There, If this is accurate, there's a three-story – townhome that is pushed entirely off of its foundation 
and is leaning like the leaning tower. Can you see that, Jake? Yeah, so that's, wow, that's super wow. bad. I'm um, just looking through some of these other pictures here to kind of see uh, what else might be happening or you know what else they might have taken pictures of. Um, damage to the uh, this the Grand Marlin. That's uh, the marina. Looks like I don't. You know, this is the only report that I have seen of this, so I don't know uh, if this is this morning or not. But uh, this is pretty bad if if this is current damage because there's a there's a house out in front of it and. Um, Again, I'm just kind of trying to look through these pictures, see if I can give you any better descriptors. But, uh, wow, I'll have to check into this to, just to make sure this is current accurate as of now. But, um, you know, man, that's uh, pretty substantial if that damage happened today. 827 on News Radio 92.3. Most, that's the first I have seen of, like, a significant damage from this storm event. Um, everything else is kind of... Uh, you know, down power lines here, a couple of tree limbs there, maybe a tree in a house like we saw. Um, you know, but this is, you know, if 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 that is from this current event, that is a wow. <laughs> I like don't even know what to say about that. That's a, an amazing set of damage. Eight twenty seven here on News Radio ninety two three, informative, local, dependable. Um, what else do we have going on? Uh, oh, this is just kind of an interesting thing across the state of Florida is that you have uh, absenteeism in schools is proving to be a really big problem. And, you know, of course, the basic issue is kids can't learn their stuff if they're not in school and if they're absent from school too often. But um, uh, the Department of Education, Florida Department of Education, 21% of students in public schools, now that includes adult ed students, missed 21 or more school days during the 21 to 22 school year. 21% missed more than 21 days. That is crazy. Um, that means that they were absent for more than 10% of the total academic year. You know, you miss a day or two. That's pretty normal, right? You miss five or maybe even 10. It's a lot. You miss 20. That is a massive amount. But 32% of students were absent for 10% of the year or more. Wow. That is amazing. So, you know, we're talking about higher suspension rates, lower achievement in middle school, um, greater oper- greater tendency to drop out of high school. You also have, um, you know, literacy tests, math tests, all this stuff kind of tend to lag because of it. Um, so also just they were kind of looking at the disparities between white absenteeism and black absenteeism. And it's 31 percent of students designated chronically absent were white, uh, which is uh, versus 35 percent of the population being white. 38% were Hispanic versus 36% of the population being Hispanic. And 25% of blacks were uh, chronically absent versus being 21% of the population. So whites are a little bit less than their share to be chronically absent. Hispanics are a little bit more than their share um, and, and to be chronically absent. And blacks are somewhat more significantly, about 5% above the population share. And so the reason that matters is because when you start to understand, you know, where do you see the sort of persistent problems and underperformance in school? Well, one of the things to target is getting kids in school. And absenteeism can come from all kinds of reasons, right? It can come from parents couldn't get transportation that day. It can come from um, you know, lots of different reasons. But this problem is uniquely more acute for black students, which means it's something that maybe we should try to pay more attention to and see if we can't fix that because... Maybe by fixing that, maybe we can get their test scores and the performance up and the graduation rates and that kind of stuff. Just getting them into school is a significant step towards getting them through school effectively. So I thought that was kind of an interesting thing to look at statewide. We'll be back in just a minute. 
Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. Former President Trump's claim of presidential immunity from criminal prosecution is being heard by a federal appeals court in Washington, D.C. Back in early August, former President Trump was charged in relation to alleged attempts to overturn the 2020 election results. He pleads not guilty a short time later. In December, the Supreme Court declines to fast-track Trump's immunity claim. That's what sent it here to appeals court today. Fox's Alexandria Huff. A robotic spacecraft sent to land on the moon doesn't look like it's going to make it. Pittsburgh-based astrobiotic technology says a critical fuel leak detected aboard Peregrine, their lunar lander, is so severe it cannot finish its voyage to the moon. They've so far left it charging its batteries by facing its solar panels towards the sun. The fuel leak is in its thruster system. Fox's Eben Brown, this would have been the first American lunar landing since 1972. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning. 831 at News Radio 923. It's 47 degrees right now. Still seeing rain across the area this morning. Two people taken to the hospital when a big tree fell in a home on West Jackson Street this morning. Escambia Fire Rescue says that home's roof partially collapsed when the tree fell on it. The two people were taken to the hospital, although Channel 3 reports their injuries did not appear to be severe. If you're an ECUA customer and today was your trash day, now it's not. ECUA has delayed their garbage and recycling pickups for today's route because of this morning's weather. Uh, customers with a Tuesday pickup will be collected Wednesday, and then that'll go on down the, through the week. Uh, each route will be collected one day later. The Escambia Sheriff's Office investigating after several people were shot overnight. It happened this morning at about it 1. It looks like there was a... I want to say failed home invasion attempt, but uh, two people uh, allegedly broke into a home with guns, and the people that were at home had guns, and they exchanged gunfire in the home. Um, three, maybe four people were shot. We're still kind of working wow. on all of that. And investigators say two victims were found, one shot in the thigh, another in the hip. A third gunshot victim later arrived at Baptist Hospital. We'll have more information on this throughout the day. An Atmore Capital murder suspect now out of jail after waiting six years for a trial. North Escambia reports Yeldon Rostchild was released from jail last week. He was accused in the murder of Dante Russell in April of 2017. Rostchild's attorney raised evidentiary issues, saying much of the evidence the state claimed to have against his client didn't exist. The state amended the capital murder charge to an obstruction of justice charge and settled on time served. A trial date still not set for Rostchild's co-defendant in that case, Daryl Brown. Santa Rosa County leaders discussing making changes to how much time should be given for public comment speakers. And the fact of the matter is, is especially in some people, it's kind of like a campaign tool. And if they want to talk on every issue, then run for office. I think it's great. I think everybody should run for office if they're interested in it. Run for office, get elected. And then when you're elected, that's the people saying, hey, we want to hear from you. Commission Chairman Sam Parker proposing reducing the public forum to three minutes per speaker as individuals uh, would not be allowed to donate their time to someone else. Also, public comment on a specific agenda item would be limited to two minutes. The board will vote on the proposal on this uh, this coming Thursday. Florida lawmakers considering a bill that would require safe custody exchange locations throughout the state of Florida. It's dubbed the Cassie Carley Law, named, of course, after the Navarre woman who disappeared in 2022 and was later found dead. All of that following a custody exchange. This year's version of the bill allows the sheriffs to determine the precise location of the custody exchange location instead of the county commissioners. State Representative Joel Rudman 
He says the bill would also require locations to be accessible 24 hours a day, provide adequate lighting and video surveillance. It's 834 at News Radio 923. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives. Jake, what are you seeing? Okay, still have a vehicle collision I 10 eastbound before the Pine Forest exit. Partial road blockage there from that collision. Also, Fairfield Drive between Highway 98 and Gulf Beach Highway. We have power lines down there in that area, and traffic is not moving through that intersection. Uh, we also have the train crossing near Palafox and Burgess Road by West Florida High School. Uh, the train track arms were down this morning, stuck down, uh, and no trains coming through. So you couldn't really legally pass through that intersection. If anybody has eyes on that, please let me know, 437-1620. Also, Port, uh, Perdido Key Drive, we have some down power lines, and you cannot get through to Alabama at the moment. Police have been turning people around there. Also, Lillian Highway and North New Warrington Road, the traffic light is out. Use caution in that area as well as Highway 98 and 72nd Avenue. The traffic light is out there as well. And uh, Langley near Workman Middle School, we have a tree down with crews on the scene there. If you see anything else out there, let us know. 437-1620, this traffic report is brought to you by Publix Supermarkets. Clear your to-do lists at Publix. With Publix Pharmacy, you can get meds, flu shots, and groceries all in one trip. Visit Publix.com slash pharmacy to transfer prescriptions and more. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Severe weather begins to move out through the area after about 7, 8 o'clock in the morning. And then after that, some lingering showers and the wind. The wind will be out of the west 20 to 25 miles per hour all day long. Wind gusts throughout the day could be as high as 40, so we're under wind advisory for the duration of Tuesday. We'll start out in the 60s through the morning and then drop into the 50s and 40s and 30s tonight. That's your weather forecast for now. I'm meteorologist Joseph Neubauer reporting here at WEAR News. And right now, 47 in Pensacola, 51 in Gulf Breeze. It's 47 in Milton. Our next news at 9 o'clock and breaking news anytime. Your money now this morning. Our market's opening down today. The Dow is down 225.01 at 37,458. The S&P 500 down 25.59 at 47.37.95. NASDAQ down 96.05 at 14.747.72 this morning. Your 10-year bond rate up slightly at 4.02%. Gold prices up 10.60 at 2044.10. Silver prices up a bit as well at 23.39 today. Bitcoin down 275.30 at 46.666.44. An autonomous vehicle company getting ready to put its foot down on the pedal a little bit more. Waymo says it's going to start testing out cars on freeways in the coming weeks. It'll first be tried out in Phoenix, Arizona. Tiger Woods is leaving Nike after a 30-year partnership. In a social media post, Woods thanked Nike founder Phil Knight for his passion and his vision. Woods had signed with Nike at the age of 20 when he first turned professional. Nike acknowledged Tiger's contributions on a recent social media post. And it's about time to face the music for millions of people who went into debt to buy holiday presents this year. Now the mailbox is filled with bills. So now you have to kind of face the mess that was made during the holiday season. This is a familiar thing for many people. Financial health specialist Amanda Woods says those debts are no laughing matter when they jeopardize your ability to pay your mortgage, utilities, or buy groceries. And it is 838, our next news at 9, breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. Delicious seafood is what you'll find at David's Catfish House. 
Davis Catfish serves only the best Mississippi catfish and fresh Gulf seafood, as well as generous portions of southern sides. Every Tuesday is two times Tuesday. Buy the six-piece shrimp dinner and get six more shrimp for free every Tuesday. Wednesday is lunch special day. Serving fresh seafood daily, visit David's Catfish House on Dogwood Drive in Milton and New Warrington Road in Pensacola. Welcome to David's, where southern and seafood meet. Are you a fan of all things Florida? Then the Fresh from Florida Club should be on your menu. Search and save your favorite recipes, create custom menus, and get all your cooking questions answered by me, Florida's culinary ambassador, Chef Justin, for free. It's easy to sign up, and best of all, you'll be supporting Florida's farmers, ranchers, and fishermen. Join today at FreshFromFlorida.com. A message from the Florida Department of Agriculture and Consumer Services, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this station. Are you ready for a triple dose of wit, insight, and laughter? Tune in to News Radio Pensacola for the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show from 11 to 2. Your daily dose of engaging conversation and hilarious banter. Join Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins as they tackle the biggest news stories, pop culture moments, and everything in between. They'll keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud from start to finish. Don't miss a minute of the fun. Tune in to the Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins show, 11 till 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. All right, it is our time of the day, and we talk about things that we know do not matter. I should say this. You know, when I was talking about that damage in Grand Lagoon, I had taken for granted that it was Grand Lagoon here, and several people texted me and said, that's Panama City, which makes sense because I was like, Grand Marlin and Grand Lagoon, that doesn't make any sense, and I don't remember any structures looking like this, and the, the cop that I saw didn't look right, so thank you. That was not damage here, but that was some serious damage uh, over in Panama City as a result of this Presumably the tornado or at least the storm that they had that uh, obviously we saw a part of it. We just didn't see that particular part of it. 437-1620, We do have some reports here. Trees and power lines are down in front of Navarre Walmart on Highway 98 going eastbound. Um, Fairfield, both north and southbound lanes uh, are shut down by construction crews just south of Highway 98. So we've been talking about that all morning. Uh, Perito Key Drive has been shut down because of some down power lines going west there. I can't get through that area. So if you see anything like this, traffic lights, down power lines, or tree limbs that are obstructing traffic, please give us a call. We want to make sure and let everybody know. At the same time, uh, I know that we have a lot of you who are not going out today, although I mean, except for the wind advisory, the storm has passed. I mean, it's totally clear right now in Escambia County. But we still have a – officially, we have a wind advisory until 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, but, I mean, it might be go fly a kite kind of wind. <laughs> so, 437-1620, what's a good activity to do with the kids today? Suddenly, the kids are at home, right? You couldn't get last-minute a sitter or daycare, and so you're staying home from work. And maybe you're working a little bit, maybe you're not. But uh, you're home with the kids. What are some good things that you can do with the kids to uh, pass the time? Let me suggest the number one, which is, hey, if you've got a kite, you can go fly it because today you're going to have some wind. I mean, I'm just saying it's a good day to maybe fly a kite. Get there early while the wind is still there. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. 16, 20. Now, Jake, I know you don't have kids, but you were one. Right. You were yeah. one, allegedly, once upon yes. a time. Yes, I was. Uh, do you have any uh, suggestions for 
home uh, activities for people now that they are, uh, you know, staying home today. Now, keep in mind, they're not stuck at home. Right. You can right. go out and do anything you want to do today. I mean, mm-hmm. the museum mm-hmm. is going to open at 10 o'clock. They were opening on a delay because of the weather. The back gate was going to open late at 8 at NES Pensacola. So if you've been looking for that chance to go see the museum, you know, that's one thing that you might consider doing today. Four three seven sixteen twenty. what's an activity that you can do with the kids today? I always loved going out and collecting sticks in the yard and making big piles. That was fun. Really? Or at least my parents said it was fun. I was having fun. <laughs> can you go collect all these leaves and put those in a pile, too, while you're at it? Yeah. <laughs> no, that's great. Collect oh, the sticks. Yeah. It's sort of like the quiet game. We see... How long can we stay quiet? It's a good game, right? It's a good game. Yep. Did anybody ever get you with 52-card pickup? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Or in uh, in Boy Scouts, we used to always do the you know the things that you would do as the very, very light hazing to the new kids. You know, you'd go tell them, like, hey, um, we've got a problem. What's that? Well, the smoke from this fire isn't uh, isn't doing what we need it to do. So what I need you to go, um, go do is uh, go around, and you need to find us a good smoke bender. Uh, but... <laughs> Make sure you get the left-handed kind. So we need a left-handed smoke bender. You know, you send them on fool's errands, right, for things that yep. don't exist, right? Uh, so that was always fun. Uh, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Got a suggestion here for uh, playing cards and board games. Mm-hmm. Always good mm-hmm. with the kids. Um, this is oh, these are people after my own heart. Build a tent. Oh man, indoor tents. And see, the the cool thing about when you build indoor tents, which there's all kinds of ways you can do that. Um, just creative use of blankets, chairs. Um, if you've got spare wood in the garage, you know, the two by four is a great support beam. Okay. There's all kinds of stuff you can do if you're willing to break some rules and be creative. Uh, cardboard, uh, card tables are a really good uh, thing to use for building your home. The, the thing about the fort is the most ordinary activity. If you do it inside a fort, it's fun. You know, reading a book inside the fort, you know, coloring on the table. Inside the fort, super cool. You know, like yeah. <laughs> anything you do, you know, telling ghost stories inside the fort. All, whatever it is, magically doing it inside the fort turns it into a super cool thing. Uh, let's see, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Growing up, we played uh, cards and board games. Absolutely. Um, oh, you can play, you know, floor lava with the couch cushions. That's always good. And depending on the age of the kids, your older kids presumably are kind of going to do their own thing anyway, or play their video games, or work ahead on schoolwork. <clears throat> so <laughs> right four three seven sixteen twenty um oh i got a good note in here about nes pensacola that the bat gate is only open after nine anyway for visitors that's fair point I, I was not thinking about that but yes uh the museum opens at 10 today they're on a delay uh somebody else says build a fort always a good thing to do uh indoor tents uh Let's see, I have a colleague in uh, Mariana, and she, oh gosh, this is on the storm note, says that uh, three people have died in RV park, and she's just been told to shelter in place for a possible second tornado, and they don't have power. Uh, we definitely dodged a bullet for that here. Cannot confirm the deaths, though. This is me reporting on what somebody told me on texting, okay? So that's not a, a confirmation that I would say. Uh, but no, thank you. The, and yeah, we definitely did, okay? It, to the west of us and to the east of us, really bad. Here, not so bad, and thank goodness. Four three seven sixteen twenty. Um, there was a TV show on for not that long with Guy Fieri called Minute to Win It. And if you don't remember, you can go look it up online. But Minute to Win It was premised on all of these games you can play, and you can certainly play them at home with kids, like stacking cups and mm. rolling marbles down the, the tile to knock over pencils standing at the other end, or bouncing, uh, if you've got um, ping pong balls, Bouncing them sequentially on three plates and then into a dish. You know, there's all kinds of things like that. 
that are great games that kids love that are fun and challenging. And you could, you know, just go look up online um, Minute to Win It games and they'll they'll give you a whole host of things that you can play. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Uh you can always teach them Latin. <laughs> just, just, just randomly on a, you know, Tuesday because uh Jake's got traffic on the fives. Okay, all right. So uh, the uh, Graffiti Bridge overpass on 17th Avenue, uh, that um, that area is closed. It's flooded out underneath there. And the last report I had, there was a actually a car stalled in the bottom of that in the water. I-10 eastbound before the Pine Forest exit. We have a vehicle crash blocking part of the roadway there. Also, traffic is not moving through Fairfield Drive between Highway 98 and Gulf Beach Highway from down power lines. Also, we have a report just in from our traffic tip line of trees and power lines down in front of the Walmart in Navarre on Highway 98 uh, eastbound. Uh, the train crossing near Palafox and Burgess Road by West Florida High School. The train track arms have been down all morning, stuck in that position, but no train. Uh, Perdido Key Drive, uh, we have power lines down on the roadway there, and police are turning people around. Lillian Highway in North New Warrington Road, the traffic light is out there, so please use caution. If you see anything else out there slowing you down, let us know on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You know, it occurs to me that the... Um the malfunctioning crossing at uh, east of east of Palafox on Burgess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gonna be right sometime. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yep. like a train's gonna come through there sometime today, and then it's gonna be right, and then it'll be back to being wrong. It's like the broken watch, right? You know, twice mm-hmm. a day that thing's gonna be right. <laughs> four three seven sixteen twenty four three seven sixteen twenty. Uh, so the question for the day is. Um, uh, what are the things that you can do with the kids to kind of keep them entertained here during a what I would call a snow day being from the Midwest, but it was obviously not a snow day here. And one thought I had was, what about snow-related things? Like, you can pretend it's a snow day. Now, I don't mean you need to dress them up in their snow gear if you even own any. Um, but, uh, you know, you could cut out snowflakes. Remember the old paper snowflakes where you fold and cut them? And, you know, the funny thing about uh, activities for kids is, each individual activity is only going to get you like maybe 10 or 20 minutes worth of, of fun. Uh, but if you string a bunch of them together, you know, you can pass the whole day that way. Coloring books are always good. Um, indoor mini golf is always a fun one. All you need is a couple of plastic cups and you can set the yeah, – we, we like to do um, uh, ping pong golf where we'll put the cup upright and then you stand at a place uh, and then you, you basically you throw it to try to throw it into the cup. You know, ping pong ball is not going to damage anything. Uh, one thing I, I read online I thought was interesting was you could play um, tennis with balloons. So mm. you take some paper plates or whatever, just your hands, and make balloons yeah. out of them. So it's all kinds of things you can uh, do with the kids. If you have some solo cups and a bag of rubber bands, you oh, can do tell. Put the uh, put the solo cups up in different random locations, maybe up on a uh, a shelf or something, and just you know areas where they're not going to ruin anything, and have them shoot the rubber bands. I see. And try to knock down the all cups. Right, target practice, mm-hmm, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cup stacking and unstacking is always oh, a fun yeah, one. Oh yeah, that's a big one. And I'll tell you, one of one of my favorites was always uh, we'd do matchbox cars with the tracks, and then we would set up. And what I had that would work for this the best was you remember old cassette tape cases? Mm-hmm. Okay, I happened to have a box of a, like two hundred of these, uh, just the cheapo plastic ones, and we would build those into walls or forts or whatever, and then zoom the matchbox cars at them. Ideally, launched at a distance on a ramp. I mean, that's just hours of fun right there. Is, yeah. um, you know, somebody here says, we are today, we're going to be playing the go clean up your room game. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Oh, and, and John Hutchinson, my favorite villain, one of them, one of my favorite villains, he says, so if you happen to have a handful of solo cups and maybe a keg of beer, there's like ready-made activities. <laughs> <laughs> and and if that's your pre-activity, then all the other activities are more fun. 850 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Find something fun to do with the kids. Enjoy the time with them. Oh, man. It's a good story starters are a good one, too. You know, the you give them a sentence, and then you tell them, hey, write a story. Come up with a story that makes this make sense. I always loved to do that when I was a kid. Hey, if you're thinking about buying or selling a home or thinking about adding a home, maybe you've already got one or more, and you'd like to add a rental, hey, talk to Christina Leavenworth. Uh, she's just fantastic at this, understands the process incredibly well. And the two things she always tells me, the two things that she's always emphatic about, communication and system. Communication system. Talk with people, know what they want, set expectations, answer their questions, be available. That's communication. And then the system is they have figured out it's a formula for how to sell these houses, to get them sold quickly for good prices, to stage them, photograph them, list them, how you talk about them, what's the right price, to all of that stuff. Okay, 230-plus homes sold last year which is crazy. I mean, that's really unbelievably prolific, but they know what they're doing, and she has figured this thing out. 723-9158 for Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenrinke Realty. Do you find yourself stuck in a timeshare? Get the real facts about the timeshare industry and your options for cancellation. Chuck McDell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has put together a free information guide that reveals the secrets the timeshare industry doesn't want you to know, including the five ways to get rid of your timeshare. Call now and get this timeshare information guide absolutely free. Call 800-919-3200. That's 800-919-3200. 800-919-3200. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Join the Pensacola Symphony Orchestra with the Beethoven and Blue Jeans presentation Saturday night at the Sanger Theater, PensacolaSanger.com. Monday is the first fee-free day of the year at the Gulf Islands National Seashore Park in honor of the Martin Luther King Jr. holiday. Enjoy the parks for free all day. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio923.com. Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Mornings before pep talk on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Who lives in that castle? No one lives there. Then who is your lord? We don't have a lord. What? I told you, we're an anarcho syndicalist commune. We take it in turns to act as a sort of executive officer for the week. Yes. let y'all know uh, when y'all heard me talking about the county acquiring a lake a little while back this is what it was all about Uh, what we got proposed today has to do with preserving lots of land buffering our bases and creating recreation opportunities for Santa Rosa County this is absolutely huge and I'd love to thank these two gentlemen for working on getting us the money for that's this. commissioner james Calkins talking during the agenda session the uh, co- they call it the committee meeting yesterday uh the bulk of the conversation they had was about meeting protocols and process and public input we'll get to that more tomorrow obviously with the weather news today we haven't had a chance to talk about that at all randy roy who is the um i think he's the navy operational liaison for the county uh, i don't I don't know where he works for Whiting or where he works for the county. I apologize. But he talked quite a bit about this project. It's a, this is a really cool project. Basically, Clear Creek has uh, been a Florida Forever footprint for a long, long time. In totality, it's about 408, plus or minus 400 acres. 
half of it is covered under the Clear Creek footprint, which is in the Florida Forever footprint, which offers a lot of water aquifer and a lot of uh, natural environment protections, if you will. So this uh, 400 and I thought it was like 50 acres, something like that, is right across from the entrance, to, a little bit north of there, from the entrance to Whiting Field. And it's just a big chunk of property that they can do base buffering, always trying to protect the base. The owners didn't want to sell or split it before, but they've somehow managed to uh, figure this out. It appraised, and the actual sale price is actually below appraisal, and it's being done with state money. And um, actually, they actually got the purchase agreement at a lesser price than what it was appraised for. Great. So at the end of the day, the county is using grant money, which you guys get allocated through the state defense infrastructure grant program. So that basically the money's coming from the state to offer that opportunity. And uh, by the way, I got a text in. Somebody said, Randy Roy works for the Navy. Thank you for the clear. I thought maybe, but I wasn't too sure from the way it was written. Um, but yeah, so it's money being paid for by somebody else that the county's going to acquire that's going to serve for buffer and some recreational use. So one of the questions on this property is, well, what would it serve other than protecting the eastern half from the base? Would it, would we were, were all in favor of it being a passive recreation, doing some trails in there and offering you guys an opportunity to use it. I think there would be some classroom environment if you wanted to work with any of the major colleges or universities here with the outdoor environment and those in the field studies. It offers the protection from the base. It sits right in the military airport zone. It's on the military airport influence area. And the eastern half is encumbered by flight tracks that basically split the airfield between the basically 200 plus aircraft we have coming back and forth to Whiting Field every day. I mean, this is perfect. We got picked up that, what, five, 500 acres, I think it was, down in Navarre last year. Last year? Last year. Uh, and then uh, this extra 400 acres, you know, for kind of preservation status land over across from Whiting that helps with buffering and provides for the county something that they can do some light use in there, too. In a nutshell, it's a property that offers a duality. It offers a base buffering initiative, but offers the county a, a property that they could use for nature walk, primitive camping, and maybe on the west side put in some, some, some facilities to help support that kind of infrastructure for you guys to use for the community as a whole that's fantastic so oh and by, can i just tell you how much i love you guys like seriously i um i mentioned that i wasn't sure whether randy worked for the county i didn't think so but worked for the navy as a liaison maybe and i got no less than three different texts from people randy works for the navy he's awesome <laughs> like thank you you guys are, i love that I love that when I don't know something, I can just ask, and you guys always know the answer. That's fantastic. So this is a good project. This is good. Uh, something they'll approve on Thursday, of course. We talked about it with Devan Cook earlier this morning, the Santa Rosa County Administrator. But uh, just another land acquisition that's not really going to cost us any money that uh, puts something in preservation, helps with base preser uh, base protection. That's all good stuff. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives for us. Jake? Well, 17th Avenue is closed under Graffiti Bridge. Uh, it's flooded out under there. And the last report I had, there was a car stalled in the bottom of that uh, area there, so uh, no traffic moving through there. I-10 eastbound before Pine Forest exit. We had a vehicle crash earlier with road blockage. Also, Fairfield Drive between Highway 98 and Gulf Beach Highway is impassable at the moment from down power lines. Also, trees and power lines down in front of the Navarre Walmart on Highway 98 eastbound. And uh, the train crossing near Palafox and Burgess Road in West Florida High School, train tracks, arms have been down, uh, but, uh, you know, no train usually. Uh, there might be a train coming through every once in a while, but those those arms have been locked in the down position all morning. 
Uh, also, Lillian Highway and New Warrington Road, North New Warrington Road, we have the traffic light out there, so please use caution. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. And, yeah, you know, we shared some of those photos from Panama City over to our Facebook page. You can see for yourself the the most stunning one is um, there is a townhome. It's like a maybe three-story tall townhome that has just been completely separated from its foundation and pushed over on its side like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. I mean, it's just, uh, wow. You know, the, so, and again, I just, I, I know how people think, right? And I know that a lot of times we see these storms coming and we get all warned up and worried and concerned and, and then it doesn't, nothing else, ha- nothing happens here. And I, what I always try to tell you, yeah, but you don't know where it's going to happen. You don't know that it's going to be Westmobile. You don't know that it's going to be Panama City. It could just as easily, absolutely as easily have been here, and we better be prepared for that because when it's here, it's I mean, it's a problem because it does – I mean, we did have those two tornadoes back in 2016, you know, so just – and the one last year, right? 8.58 here on News Radio 92.3, time for uh, future news. Uh, let's see. Uh, will Michigan be keeping its uh, championship that it's won, it won last night? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Yeah, Belichick. Will, uh, Lloyd, <laughs> will Lloyd Austin be impeached or removed from being Secretary of Defense? No. Come on now. Stop it. No, that's not going to be happening. Um, when will everybody's power be back on? Uh, hopefully before noon. I say, but yeah, I say uh, there might be a few lingering uh, bits and pieces here, but I'd say before noon for sure. Um, and if we solved the Santa Rosa County uh, meeting issues? No. Sure. You're listening to <laughs> News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Free's Milton Pensacola.